Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Berkowitz, your host of Women Leading the Way, and I am delighted about not only our topic today, but also about who our leading lady is. So I am delighted to introduce our leading lady, who is Mara Feinberg-Tuck, and she is the founder, the president, and the executive director. Mara, those are a lot of titles for the Women's Symposium of Southern California, which we at Connecting Women of Influence are delighted to be a part of. So we're going to be talking about financial literacy for women, some things that women need to pay attention to as far as what's going on with our world economy. Um, So Mara, say hello to our listeners, and I'm excited to have you here today. Good afternoon. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm uh, definitely honored and pleased to be on Women-Led Radio, uh, affiliated and member of Connected Women of Influence. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, I know. And it's like we have just kicked off the year, and now we're into, oh, my gosh, we're all looking at what we spent over the holidays. But I do want all of our listeners to know Mara is a certified financial planner. She's also been featured in Fortune Magazine for the last two years for their Women in Business Issues. Um, my God, I could go through the award. She mentioned she's got a Wealth Manager Award. She's just very accredited, let's say that, and all that. So, Mara, I know when we were talking before the show, you said you had a couple of pro tips for women because things are kind of costing us more these days. Are we all seeing that? I think it is. What are the pro tips you wanted to share with a couple of our listeners? Because I was excited about that. Well, absolutely. Thank you so much. As a practicing uh, certified financial planner, I assist my clients in my day job uh, with their goals to implement, you know, um, whatever their financial goals may be from soup to nuts, but looking at mitigating risk, um, getting to the end with the least amount of risk, and taking into consideration tax efficiency, estate planning concerns, and and the power of of the dollar can only stretch so far. So I'm seeing a lot of trends um, with my clients and through Women's Symposium and talking with other women's organizations and leaders that right now um, what we're paying for at the store and around town is very expensive and so I wanted to talk about several things that are going to be more expensive here in 2022 and some pro tips around that if that would be okay. Yeah I mean if we can do a couple because I know I really want to also talk about your vision and passion with the Women's Symposium so let's have a couple of the pro tips and we'll see if we can pepper it through uh, with our show. So what are a couple that our listeners are going to be really excited about hearing? Well, thank you. All of us have to live somewhere. So number one, I would say housing is going to be a lot more expensive headed into 2022. It's been one of the pandemic's greatest challenges, and with mortgage rates hitting ultimate record lows, 
Um, unfortunately, 2022 could be another year of record um, new highs for homes. And so we've seen that. So I think a pro tip would be to, um, around this higher interest rate environment, um, could actually help dampen uh, demand for homes um, as interest rates come up, um, at least a little mm. bit. And it may result in, in less dramatic home prices and slowing growth, um, maybe fewer bidding wars, but eventually it'll make it easier for home buyers to get in the door. And with rent prices going up, I recommend it's still a good time to buy. The second like that. thing that I like I would, that. <laughs> the second thing um, I would say we all go shopping at the store. Food, grocery store is going to start eating away at your budget very quickly. It's not just going to be staples like eggs, meat, and milk. Um, Coca Cola, Pepsi announced. I think um, what is it? Farmer John's. They all pretty much announced. Even diaper companies like Pampers announced everything's going up seven to twelve percent this year. So I think a pro tip would be, it's going to be hard to avoid getting around, you know, getting kind of gouged at the grocery store. But um, watch for those weekly sales and stock up when you can. You know, uh, might go back to clipping some coupons. That might seem outdated. But some stores even have digital deals or membership discounts. I think that can really help you save some money. Um, even getting a credit card with grocery rewards can help your weekly spending budget as well. So I didn't I even know they I had need... credit cards that would that would do <laughs> that give you rewards on your groceries. Oh wow, that's a new. There's my tip. I got something today, so that's cool. <laughs> And uh, Target, uh, Target's a big one, um, Walmart, all the big companies. And the last one that affects us women is clothing. We're usually buying all of the clothes for everyone in the house, including ourselves. And um, we're, we're finally ready to say goodbye to our sweatpants. It might not be the best time to go shopping, but retail prices are expected to be higher 3 to 4%. Um, last year, but even further this year by 10%. So I think a pro tip would be before you buy anything new, look into, you know, turning your old clothes into cash. You can co-sign, you could do online sites like Poshmark or ThreadUp. Um, So I think, you know, getting into that secondhand to refresh your closet might be a good idea. Um, So that's a... Love it. I know you have more of those. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to spend time talking to you because you know, here's the one thing I want our listeners to know about you is that every time I speak with you, I feel like just in conversation, you have such great wise advice. I mean, pro, this is just the surface, the pro tips I know just after our conversation a couple of days ago. And I, I want our listeners to know that you really know your stuff. So there's that. That's my endorsement of you. Um, I want Thank to you. talk a little bit about this amazing event that celebrates International Women's Day called the Women's Symposium of Southern California. But tell everybody just a brief overview, if you can, because I really want to kind of dig into some questions I've got for you about it. But what is the Women's Symposium of Southern California? What was the spark and the idea of it? 
Thank you so much. Um, I founded the Women's Symposium of Southern California in 2016, along with about 10 volunteers that said we need to make this bigger and better. Uh, we are a 501c3. Uh, essentially, we, we help improve women's lives through financial literacy and STEAM field awareness. Um, all of us are, are more learned and educated, especially in the United States and Southern California, um, part of the economy, yet so many women have a disconnect with confidence when it comes to making financial decisions or knowing how to, to grow their business or where to get the resources. Um, what tends to happen um, in my field as, as a CFP over the last 20 years is that um, mostly a male-dominated uh, profession as well that the information relayed between traditional financial advisors and clients um, specifically with women might be missing the mark. So, and it's also those that have money that get the resources and the help to maintain their wealth. I created the Women's Symposium of Southern California to help all women, regardless of background, attain information and actionable uh, resources and best practices to help themselves have that kind of confidence to make the right financial decisions and to have awareness that regular problem solving is something that we do every day. And as women, we do it really well. <laughs> and yep. so what a great yep, we all know way to, to have a conversation annually around trends in, in women and finance and the economy and the world is to celebrate women around International Women's Day, uh, which is every year on March 8th, and the Women's Symposium of Southern California, the Friday before, we have an annual event to convene, get some pro bono uh, professionals, both in the public and private sphere, um, for major companies, as city mayors, um, you know, elected staff to come to the table and let's have a discussion on trends that are happening, best practices, success stories of women entrepreneurs, especially in this pandemic. And when you drop all the sales and you get people together in a wholesome manner, led in a pro bono way, the type of fireworks and education and empowerment that happens is, is unlike any other. It's like electricity. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, it is it, when women get together. But I, I got a question because you said something earlier. And I'm really curious based on what you see. Why is it that, you know, that, well, there's a reputation, you know, out there that people will say women are very averse to um, risky, riskiness, right? They're, they're, less, they're less risk averse. And then the biggest thing I have is why is it that more women, you know, don't stay on top of information? Like things have changed. Women are running businesses. Women are the kind of like heads of households and many cases. What do you think is the reason so many women struggle with the financial wherewithal and focus for their lives and their business? Um, those are, are really good questions. Um, first the of big all, ones um, I know. <laughs> women are risk adverse. Um, we, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I've read a lot and you could probably Google a lot yourselves, but you know, we're physically and, uh, built differently than men and, and our minds do process information a little bit differently. And so mm. for that reason, women feel that money is security. It's very emotionally linked. And so, um, you know, if, if you were to risk your security, it, why would I do that? And unless right. you have more information and understanding about investing, why is investing, why is 
uh, risk-taking, um, diversification, um, debt management. Um, if you don't have just some basic pointers, you might not feel confident to make the right decision being a woman um, because um, finances uh, and money is, is a direct security um, blanket for us. Um, and the other thing is, is that there's been studies, I think, with women applying for jobs over the years that we've looked at at Women's Symposium. Um, for example, if there is a job posting with 10 criteria, you need to have these um, skill sets to apply for the job. Most likely, women will not apply for the job if they don't have all 10. And most of the time, men will apply for the job if they have 7 out of 10. So... Um, it's a different frame of, of thinking, which is interesting. Um, not saying I, I'm married, I love men, I don't think we could run the world without each other. <laughs> but, right, you know, exactly. If men are, are taking the next step with not having all the confidence or knowledge and all 10 of those skill sets and saying, hey, I can wing it with seven, I have the confidence. Um, I mean, these are the leaders of, of most of our countries and companies. <laughs> I love it. That was a, no. That was very politically correct and well done because we do we need men. Men are wonderful, but you know I think that you know it's again our opinion because you hear those statistics and you think yet you know women are running like small businesses like at three times starting at three times the rate as men are, and I just find women very averse to even discussing money. You know, there's just something about it, and I feel that needs to change. And I love what you're doing with the you know the women's symposium. So I love that. Yeah. I mean, talk about, you know, the last, there, you know, for you, like you've had to shift and pivot, as so many of us have had to do the last couple of years. And I'm going to, before I get to that, which is what I want to do when I come back after our sponsor, thank you, is talk to you about how COVID has impacted your symposium and how you shifted and adapted and pivoted. So think on that, and I'm going to do a quick sponsor break here, Mara. So Women Lead Radio is brought to Women of Influence and our partner, National University. And National University is proud to be San Diego's largest private nonprofit university founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable, higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. So thank you for your support of Connected Women of Influence and Women Lead Radio, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And Mara, you and the Women's Symposium are one of our community partners. So thank you to you for what you have done in support of Connected Women of Influence. Now, let's get back to our show, because I want to talk to you about the years of COVID, and we're still in it. You know, how does a women's symposium of Southern California, what kind of impact did COVID have on you in 2020, and how did you pivot? Because I know you did. Thank you so much. Um, it's been it's been a challenge, and it's it's been rewarding. Uh, historically, for about four years, uh, we we convened at the Long Beach Marriott where women could drive down from Santa Barbara up from San Diego and convene in person. There is a lot more education to 
to have had in 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 a person in a forum for discussion and that's what we want to achieve when COVID hit in 2020 cwi michelle bergquist was our closing guest speaker um and and the whole <laughs> world was shut down about 20 days later and every single one of those 200 women that i've connected with since then said it was the best live event and the last live event that they went to since COVID. Yeah. And so um, to have that resonate is very heartwarming because it makes me feel that all of our volunteer efforts are impacting women and giving them the gumption to take the next step in their lives wherever they may be. 18-year-old, 88-year-old, um, retiree, woman in transition, business owner, W-2 trying to work work our way up the corporate ladder. Um, and so it, it it's been challenging. We went to a 100% virtual conference in 2021, and um, right. it, w- it was well attended. We, we chose software called Hopin, which was rather new, um, and we, we ran with that for about a year. Unfortunately, I think the, the dominant players like Zoom kind of won out. Some of our program participants and attendees did not like the newer technology. So going forward, we'll be Zooming. Um, and so it was nice. <laughs> it's a verb it now. Was, yeah, we'll be Zooming. It's nice to be able to have the technology to get women together in a room um, to discuss. It's still not the same as in person. You can't get the body language, the physical energy, and all of that. So I'm delighted to say that the women, <clears throat> the Women's Symposium of Southern California, uh, we are now, uh, because of that event, we had attendees from multiple states and a few countries tuning in and now starting to follow us on social media. So That's we are awesome. now WSSC Women's Symposium. So if someone wants to look up what that means, we're from Southern California, but we want to bring in an awareness and following to help all women because there is not a group like this anywhere else. Um, and, you know, so well, you know, Mara, what's mm-hmm. interesting What's interesting about that is that with all the horrible things that have happened from COVID, you know, all of that, yet there's still blessings within it. I mean, because it would have taken, you know, something else for you to be able to kind of go internationally. And now look at you've got open doors to be able to serve people with your passion and mission that came out of what happened with COVID. So I, same thing with us. Same thing happened with CWI. But I think that's a huge awesome thing. And then I think later in the year you tried a mini version of the symposium, you know, kind of give our listeners maybe a couple of slices of advice just on what you've learned by hosting events through COVID. Sure. Um, The participants definitely want more on financial literacy and living a life with purpose. And so listening to our following, I created a mini symposium and I'm trying to lift off and empower web mentorship program as well to keep women connected throughout the year. A couple things that we learned in financial planning is that um, we had Megan Dosher from Bright House, the chief marketing officer, talk about really good trends about making sure that you're picking good partners to get advice from and paying attention to things and getting templates to kind of help you work through if it's a budget or not. We also learned a lot about fixed income from um, Meg Bavaro over at PIMCO, who uh, both of those firms are corporate sponsors of that event and participating. Um, it was it was very. Uh, I would say we hit the macro, we hit the micro. <laughs> it was really yeah, that's uh, a good word. 
well uh, well received. Um, the unfortunate, these are so many positive, great opportunities for the women in our community as well as women's symposium, but the unfortunate um, fact of the matter is we've had significant attrition of volunteers and we're a volunteer-run organization. So if we want to continue to deliver many symposiums and actually implement an impactful mentorship program, um, we're going to need to have a few more volunteers on, on staff. And so um, this year we'll be doing a little bit of a volunteer drive. And I'm hoping that there are women in business that would like to contribute um, of their time and skill set um, and also some of the programming and resources as well for women's symposium. I like that. How do you, if people are interested, you know, that hear this or that they find out, I know we've got a link to your website on our show page. How, if somebody wants to reach out to you direct or how do you want people to reach you if they're interested Thank in you donating so or if they're interested in volunteering? Absolutely. As a 501c3, 100% of your contributions are tax deductible or you can use it for marketing dollars for your business. Um, we are offering $1,000 one-level scholarships to align your business with women and women's issues, gender parity, and financial success um, for us in the community. Uh, we also, you can email me at womenssymposium at outlook.com. That's womenssymposium at outlook.com with a double S in the middle. Or anyone can call me on my cell phone, 858 1-8-5-5-6. If you're willing to volunteer, support the cause in any capacity as a sponsor or volunteer, we will graciously accept your offer wholeheartedly, and we are looking to build more community partnerships like the one we have um, with, with CWI, Connected Women of Influence, Women-Led Radio, and Sue Talks. Um, we also have other community partners in the women's philanthropic space, and I think that the networking that happens at our women's symposium between just the community partners is like fireworks. <laughs> um, there you I'm go. Excited I like to that. To announce that our 2022 theme this year is Bloom and Achieve. So and what, on March 4th. You know, can you share with, real quick, just share what the Bloom and Achieve theme encompasses, because you had some really great phrases that you used the other day that I thought were fabulous. Well, everything's off the hip these days, but <laughs> bloom and achieve. Uh, we're all, you know, waiting for the next chapter, and so let's just take it. Bloom, everyone's gravitating towards that new spring energy, and we want to feel that we've achieved something and that we're, we're getting towards our goals. So we are going to have pointed conversations that are more objective on you know, financial trends and actionable steps that can help, as well as more subjective conversations around health life balance and living a life with purpose and how to align the things that we do um, with that. So I'm very excited that we'll be delivering a program with several keynote speakers and an open Q&A panel with the speakers and our audience. We'll be having about 50-person um, limited capacity uh, in person as well as unlimited uh, you know, participants online uh, with Zoom. So we're really, really excited. Um, we have a female caterer, uh, Jewel, um, out of Costa Mesa who will be doing, I just 
met her for lunch today. Um, we're going to be doing uh, vegan, vegetarian, as well as chicken or turkey, half sandwich wrapped salads, and <laughs> yummy chocolate chip fresh cookies. You're cracking um, me up on well the food. As- okay, okay. We're not going to give the whole menu. It's like, <laughs> that's not necessary. Come on. But I know. Well, I want to give her a plug. Go- food Network. Okay, well, you did. You did. I'm just <laughs> laughing at you because you're like, and the menu will be. So it's March 4th. And what's the time on March 4th? Friday, March 4th from 3 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check in at 2.30. Love it. And we, if, you, if people go to the Women's Symposium, org, are they going to be able to register for the Women's Symposium? Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, WSSoCal.org. And it'll take you to the Eventbrite link. Um, you know, tickets, online tickets are $50. We are offering 50% discount for our community partners, students, retirees, veterans. Um, we also have a sponsorship ticket for anyone. We do not want anyone um, to be limited to the to the entrance of our event. So um, please spread the word. This is a grassroots event. Uh, we do not spend too much money on marketing. We just employed our, our first <laughs> pro performance um, who's, who's doing some of our social media. Thank you. Uh, but other than that, you know, it's word of mouth. And if there's some underserved communities or groups um, or, or family members or friends, please have them come because they will definitely see some benefit out of it. Yeah, it's a great event. I mean, it really is a great event. I love your passion and your mission for, you know, women in the financial kind of taking charge arena. It's like I, I, I believe it. I'm an ex-banker, all of that, Mara. So I think you've got some good stuff going on. You know, with our last few minutes we've got for the show, do you mind sharing a couple of more pro tips of what women can keep in mind of what we need to look at this year? I mean, honestly, this year is, you know, I mean, we've got high inflation, People are a little unnerved right now with the Omicron, you know, if I'm saying it right, Omicron, you know, variant that's coming out of the coronavirus. And we're just like, oh, my gosh, you know, is the world going to get back to normal? But taking charge of our financial house is really an important piece. What are a couple more pro tips that we can wrap up the show with? Give them to us. I know you got them. All right. Heating costs. Yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more. Oh. Luckily, we're in so Fix those little spot and leak um, to find some potential areas for improvement, like installing safety windows um, for starters. So I think that gas, you know, gasoline prices, there's not much you can do, but depending on where you live, there could be a big swing in those prices. So gas up when you're traveling in a lower <laughs> a lower gas area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dining out. Dining out's been under pressure since the start of the pandemic. It's ongoing staffing challenges. We all love to eat out. And, um, you know, it's, it's the rising wages uh, and all of that. So, um, pro tip, look for weekly specials to those dining out deals, like two-for-one hamburger nights. Sometimes getting more for your money is a good way to really add value, even at a higher price. So um, another one would be cars and, and automobiles. New car prices are at an all-time high. They are up over 30% year over year. You may not be able to get the price down on that car. The dealers are paying more for wow. used automobiles too. So you can actually get more on your trade-in 
So think about that. Um, or lower market price in, in a lease buyout if you're in a lease. So I think those are some things to look at. Computers and electronics, um, they're going to be a little bit more expensive. They're selling at a premium. We have chip shortages. Um, many people, you know, are you know, basically, you know, involved in video games. And so there's a lot of trends around the pandemic, but a pro tip would be um, some of the best sales of the year are going to be coming up around President's Day, uh, the Super Bowl Sunday when retailers mark down their last year's models to make room for this year's offerings. Um, so, you know, get it while you can in stock. The prices are not likely to come back down, even when supply finally catches up to the demand. So, um, you know, if you need to get that for your business, just go ahead and do furniture and Medicare, excuse me, furniture and medical care are going to be my last two. So with furniture, um, look at decluttering, maybe, you know, repolster, get a fresh coat of paint on something because there's going to be a lot of delays on shipping on the supply side problems this year. Um, Medical care, uh, cost of health care went up um, 8.4% just before the pandemic. That was in 2020. So I haven't seen the numbers this year. But a pro tip is don't delay going to the doctor. One way to help the cost is, is um, you know, to catch things before they happen. Another way is to use tax-advantaged accounts for your medical expenses, specifically health savings accounts or flexible spending accounts. And, uh, you know, if, if you have them, talk to your financial advisor or banker. So I think that those can help keep pace with health care inflation. I think that's a lot of information, and our time is up. I can't believe it. But I do want to say the one you didn't mention and probably wouldn't, but I do think every single individual needs to have a really great relationship with a financial advisor such as yourself. You know, I mean, it's truly not that you have, like, we as individuals or consumers, Mara, need to have all the answers. It's like someone like you is there, and that, that, that good fit as a relationship, I think a financial advisor is as important you know, a people that we align in our lives with for a good banker, for a business owner, or a good CPA or tax advisor. So, you know, I do encourage people, if you don't have one, it's like get one and, you know, make sure to take some of Mara's wise advice. So, Mara, is there any one final thing you want to share before we wrap up the show? And I say thank you to you for being our leading lady today. Any one final big thing? Well, uh, the wise money moves by Mara says, keep your head up, just doing the best you can, and Women's Symposium of Southern California, we are here to support you, and we look forward to seeing you on March 4th this year to celebrate, honor you, look at the trends, and give you some actionable steps to help. There you go. I think that's a heck of a way to wrap it up. Wise money, Mara. Those are a tongue twister. So, Mara, you are awesome and amazing, and thank you for being my guest and our leading lady today. Um, To our listeners, Happy New Year. It's like, man, what a year it was last year, what a year it was the year before, but stay with it. You know, I mean, life is not the only one thing we know for sure, right, Mara, is that things will not stay the same. So, you know, be ready and just take the next step, take the next move. And we are here every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, for those of you that don't know, is our lovely listeners. And we're here Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific time, and we are rapidly, we are an international show, but we are growing to a daily show um, probably over this next year. So we hope you'll tune in again for the next Women Lead Radio Show, and it's been my pleasure to be your host. So 
Go out there, be ready for the next step, and go thrive. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.